This episode is proudly sponsored by Jake Little with Service First Mortgage. Heather and I always need an eager, hardworking lender who we can count on through the home buying process. And Jake is the epitome of a professional who will get the job done and do it right. For more information about working with Jake, email him at jlittle at sfmc.com or give him a call at 214-991-1092. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Okay, Heather, you know the way you get on this podcast is you have to have a story. Do you have a story for us today? I do. Let's hear it. And the whole time it was happening, it was like a surreal moment, out-of-body experience, but I was also thinking like, well, at least I have good content for (laughs) this. So, um... I'll set the scene for you. Please I do. was on a very important phone call with a, a first-time homebuyer oh. who um, is very technical, kind of engineered mind, if you will, okay. make, making sure everything is in order, all questions are answered before we kind of move on to any next step in the process, um, which I love. I love people that are like that. I and wish it's I was. It's important to know your client, right? Yes. Like to know if they're that type or they're like, skim, let's go. Let's yes. move on. Yeah. You're talking too slow. Right. But this one's like, no, I need every I detail. I need every detail. Perfect. So it was like a, you know, a Monday about 5 PM. Already which starting is off great. Always just, you know, so up in the air about what's going to happen in my household at that time. But I felt pretty good about it. Cause I'm like, I've got half of my family's gone. That's okay. plus plus I had went ahead and Turn the TV on for my son oh. and communicate to him, stay here. Yeah. Don't bother me. You need a little screen time. Mommy's got to work. Yes. Okay, great. I get my computer. Plus, I plus. go to my room, close the door, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so I'm sensing I disaster. Call, I call. This was like a planned call. Like he knew, like it was okay. All right. Okay. So I call him and we start talking about interest rates and um, adjustable rate mortgages versus 30 year. Our favorite topic. And, um, you know, just these things that I already kind of feel like I need to be on my, on my game for. Absolutely. And I've got, I'm just firing back the answers like that. And I see my cat come to the back door because we have a door in our room and she's got something in her mouth. Oh my God. And, you know, if you don't have cats. Cats, cats like to show their love by bringing you these gifts. And they're usually the form of some animals or reptiles. This is why I don't let mine out of the house. Okay. Well, okay. I can't keep mine. She's no, you, like a wild, you, she's a wild caged animal. You, animal. That's absolutely right. So she comes and I'm on the phone and I can see it. And oh, I'm like, Jesus. oh my gosh, what is that? So I move with my phone and computer to the door, open it. And she just, <gasps> there's a bird, a baby bird, but oh. it's alive. Oh. It's alive. And I'm and it's like, <laughs> like making this noise and I, I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm still like, yes, the difference in the 15 year. So <laughs> I run, I put it on my bed for a minute. Just like, I don't know what to do. You and then it? I realized are you, it was bleeding. Are you supposed yes, to touch it? No, it was bleeding. bleeding. I didn't know that until we I sh- looked down at my hand. I'm like, I have bird flu. Oh, <laughs> we should have had a trigger warning for this episode. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I am not exaggerating this. 
at the same time, my dog opens the door and vomits <laughs> everywhere. I'm sorry. If you have a sensitive stomach, this is not the episode. I mean, Skip everywhere. Ahead. Skip ahead. Hayes comes in. Oh, my God. Slips on it. No. And he was running in to tell me that Gus had thrown up in the living room. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I'm not making this up. Like you couldn't. So he decides just to leave. He go. I'm like, wash your feet out. Like, it's a disaster. Oh. I put the baby bird in a box. <laughs> and at this point, it's too chaotic. The buyer can tell a crisis is going he's on. He's like, do I need to let you go? He's like, uh, yeah. He's like, is everything okay? okay? Yeah. I go, no. yeah. No, it's I was not. Like, I mean, my, just like my cat. <laughs> First of all, I'm always embarrassed to say I have a cat. Like, Welcome I feel like to my life. People hear that and they're already like, Oh, I thought you were a dog person. I Uh I thought I liked you. So I'm already like, dang it. (laughs) I've lost some. And so I was like, she just brought a baby bird um, and it's alive. So I'm like, I have to do something. Um, Oh my God. It's National Geographic. So I say, can I call you back in a couple of minutes? He's like, sure. Oh, gee. So I I just have to do what I- Get it together. Get it together. Yes. Take a deep breath. Call him back. Yes. My son- as soon as I get back on the phone, my son comes back in the room and he had bit an apple. Oh, right. With his loose tooth. Oh my, again, trigger warning. Please fast forward. It has come out. So he's freaking out. Like, and I'm like, get it together. I can't even. All this happened in two minutes. Do you still have this client? By the grace of God, maybe not after today's episode. Not after today's episode. So then I um, was like, invest in this bird. So we put the bird in this box and my husband's like, put it in the guest house, like oh. out of the main. I'm like, what? Fully expecting for that the bird to peacefully go in the middle of the well, night. Well, it was injured. Right. Oh my God. I hope nobody has a sensitivity to baby birds and vomit and um, yeah. tooth anyway, falling out right now. Anyway, long short, I wake up, the bird is well and alive. Oh. So I'm like, I have to do something What now. did we name him? Marco. Marco. <laughs> Polo. My son named him Marco. Um, what did you do with Marco? I had to, I found, I called the DFW bird rescue line as one does. Of course. And they nope, didn't give me anybody. I posted on Facebook page because you know. Oh. This is like Facebook gold for your neighborhood page. Absolutely. There is going to be 18 people that know exactly. And they're going to follow up to see how little Marco's doing. Yes, they are. Yes. So I took him about 25 minutes east of where I live. God bless uh, you. She opened the door just enough to reach down, grab the bird, oh. and, and I hand her a 20. Oh. <laughs> and I said, can you at least tell me what kind it is? She goes, Cardinal. And that was the Marcos. Why was it like a drug deal? I don't know. What on she earth? She told me I need to bring her some cash. Oh, I didn't ask questions. My conscious, like morally, I felt okay about everything. I'm like, I did all I can do. You did the right thing. I am not, I don't think I'm going to get into it. I can't decide if I'm going to share the story, but essentially I was in Dallas. There was a stray dog. It came up to me. It was injured. I proceed to wrap it in like a hotel t-shirt. I'm not kidding. Here I am telling the story. I bring it back to Fort Worth. <laughs> I put it in, I, I keep it for the night. At the time, my cat was looking at it like, what the yeah, hell like- did you bring home? I then also found a sanctuary and drove it one hour north of here and 
probably handed the woman $100 and said, please take care of this baby. To which she did text me later and say that it had all these things wrong with it. And if I wouldn't have saved, helped it, then it probably wouldn't have been saved. So good deeds all around. This is why karma's on our side, you right. and I, right now. Well, and we weren't going to spend 30 minutes talking about this, no? but it brings up one last point. Yes. Is that you can do no good in these situations by uh-huh. posting it on these yes. neighborhood pages. Yes. This morning, oh, no. I drive up and there is a dog in our driveway. And I'm like, oh gosh, okay. They usually run away. This yeah. one didn't. Okay. I was able to take a picture. I I can't put it in my yard because we're getting a new roof. Okay. And it's like no way to secure it in the backyard. And that's not safe for the dog. It's not safe. Yes. So I think I'm doing great. I'm oh like, I'm going to give it some food and water. And I posted it on the neighborhood Facebook page. The amount of people are like, please post it on open door. Please put it, put it in your yard. I'll come get it at 10. Oh, like, oh, oh. It, so now I'm like, I, it's not there anymore. And you had to leave. I had to leave. And then, and yeah, now no. I'm like, Mm-mm, no. So here we are trying to do good deeds. Just wish I wouldn't have even done it. I know. Before. You're just like praying that dog's going to be okay. You and I are both animal lovers. So we're saying all of this with yeah. like, I mean, clearly if you and I are willing to get in our cars with injured animals and drive them to sanctuaries, you know, we're here to help. Yeah. But I agree. It, it's like a full-time job. And I'm dying of whatever I got. From yeah. You have bird flu. Thanks for bringing it into the studio today, by the way. You're welcome. All right. What a fun life update and great story for the podcast, Heather. You've really understood the assignment after all these weeks of recording. (laughs) Okay. So we are doing life updates today. We of course have seen each other last week, but it never feels like enough. So we need to know what's happening in each of our lives. You, well, you know what? Let me back up before we get into like the big thing. What are you watching right now? We have not discussed this for a while. Not that you nor I have time to do this, but I feel like there's probably like 30 minutes at the end of the night where it's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to take that time for myself. I mean, I'm saying this as if it actually happens. I'm such a liar. What are you watching right now? What are you watching? Um, I'm not watching too much. We have not watched the new Ted Lasso because we, Neither can't, we. we can't just get in mental headspace because I know it's going to be over. And I'm not ready. I'm not. Could not agree with you more. But I can't believe we've dodged not knowing about it. I agree. Somehow. No, but I'm with like, you. what's happening. Everyone's like, I don't understand why you haven't started watching. I'm like, I'm not mentally prepared. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm there with you. And then I watched a show called Single Drunk Female because, <laughs> you know, I've been on a sobriety Health journey. Like looking in a mirror. Um, so I watched that on Hulu. It's like, all right. I mean, oh, it's not even that good. It's not. It's, it's okay. And then we started Succession a long time ago. Yes. And I thought we were kind of done with it. But okay. I did not know that Dusty's been watching it this entire time. Oh. Somehow, I'm like, when did you have time to do in this? In his secret life at three in the morning when he's watching it. Granted, I go to bed at 8.30, so I'm sure well, there most adults have some time. He has the rest of the evening, Heather. Yes. So that's what he's yes. going to do with his time. <laughs> So he started watching the latest season and I pretended to be asleep, but the whole time I have one eye open and I got back into it. And I was Story asking him life. all these questions Story about it. Story of my so life. So I think I'm going to go back and have to read, like, I'm just going to have to take some time. Yeah. Out of work, I'm sure. I'm sure. To catch up. Get your priorities straight. Because it was really straight. good. Well, this is what everyone says. And I will be honest with you. I think I watched the first two episodes right when it first came out. Yeah. You know, with Taylor, of course. I, I really attempt to be a supportive spouse at the beginning yeah. of things. And then it really drops off. But it was intense and a little stressful. It is. And I'm a huge wimp at this phase in my life when a two, with a two and a half year old. And I can't handle crap. So it's I would lot. like to live vicariously through you. And I would like you to tell me all about what it's about. But the memes I see are classic. Yeah. And they look, it looks so interesting. It is. Yes. It's really family. I mean, 
I don't really know. Heather, what if you actually describe I mean, I was about, like, It's a family show. I was about to say, I think it's about like Rupert Murdoch, kind of based off that. Ah. But that's, don't ask me any more questions about okay. who that is and what that means. But it's like a family with a lot of money and the old patriarch father and like what happens when he gets ill. And who, and who's like, yeah. And like how they, succe- yes. Su- what's the succession plan, succession. if you will. Succession. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not you? watching that. Okay. Um, well, here's what I do, Heather. It is tis the season, uh, not our favorite season. So I've got to find other ways to fill my time. I know. So I do enjoy a little spring baking championship. <laughs> if, I, if feel free to log <laughs> off the podcast right now because that interests no one but me and like spring a spring baking championship. Yeah, but it's a very specific demographic, I believe. Um, I don't bake. I don't know if yeah. you know that about me. I don't bake. No, yeah. I enjoy watching other people bake, and I know what a croquembouche is. So I, I, I literally feel like from scratch right now, I could throw a cake together, even though I know nothing about it, just because that is the out, outrageous amount of baking shows I watch. Did you grow up with people that bake? Does it make you feel not like- wildly, not not any yeah. more so than the normal grandmother or mother would? Absolutely not. I think it, there's an ease to it. Mm-hmm. There's no anxiety. Yeah, no one's dying. There's no death and torture. I mean, it's just simple, easy contestants and you know people leave at the end of it I don't yeah, know I something's wrong that. with me no. great British baking show highly recommend I'm waiting for the new season of that to come out okay so I've been watching a little bit of that I did watch a f- the first episode of shrinking mm-hmm. on Apple plus TV I'm really trying to justify that subscription that I'm paying for for Ted Lasso that I'm not yeah, watching at the moment same highly recommend only I've one heard episode it's so good well it's from the writer okay, I'm gonna screw this up writer director is uh Roy Kent do I oh. know his real name no yeah. I don't but that's Brett. A- Brett oh good for you go look at it I think don't fact check. Yeah. Um, highly recommend, although oh. slightly emotional, obviously. I'm not, I don't, no spoilers here, folks, but um, really, really cute, good show. Oh. Everyone has said it's got the feel good of Ted Lasso, but it's a totally different concept and you watch it and it makes sense. And I highly Shrinking. recommend. Shrinking. Okay. Shrinking. Okay. Get it on your list. Okay. I do have to throw my sweet husband under the bus though. When you just brought up the fact that you kind of watch Succession out of one eye and then you're like interested. My husband, I've mentioned it multiple times, is a super smart guy, very high stress job. And so what he does with his free time when it comes to shows is truly his business. Okay. And he, like I said, he's right. he's a guy's guy. He's, he, he loves golf. I mean, he does all the things and he, and he's got a trash TV obsession oh. and he Ooh. will, he will watch Love is Blind. <laughs> full the, all the way through and he did it the first time around I've I've caught I've caught him oh he will watch love is blind and I I will do anything I will turn my headphones up as loud as possible to not hear that absolute trash going on in our t- on our television and I need to, do you watch it no I don't even know what it is don't do it the and I, by the way, I am the minority in this. People love oh, everybody this crap. loves it. I know they love the characters. Yeah. They love everything. I have to say something. Is it reality TV? It's reality okay. television. They go into these pods. They hear each other's voices and talk to each other. And literally, based on minimal conversation, they decide to propose to one another. <gasps> they not only get, they not only propose. They then go off to like Mexico, hang out. Then they all come together, and all of a sudden, you're realizing they all wish they would have started dating a different person. And then some of them actually go through with a wedding. 
Okay. I have to tell you something. Taylor and I dated for seven years before getting married. We were together another seven before having a child. Okay. So we take a long time to make decisions yeah. and to watch these individuals know someone for 30 seconds and talk about literally how, you know, I mean, we're going to do this till we like breathe our last breath. I want to throw up in the corner. I cannot handle it. I can't. I do, are, will you watch it? I mean, no, I don't have time. I love how you Clearly. just like kind of thought about it. I mean, I used like, to watch The Bachelor like it was see, my job, that, but now it's gotten too weird. I, I, don't, I don't like it. I've mm-hmm. never been able to watch well, it. It used to be about love, Kaylin. When oh, they first started Lord, in I 2001 and 2002, like it was about true love. <laughs> now it's about trashy women, <laughs> drinking too much. Influencers who want to be popular. scripted and influencer. Yeah, I'm over oh, it. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Well, just, I'm really, I need to, I kind of always need to know what you're doing to make sure that, you know, I'm still on the weirdest path possible when it comes to my <laughs> entertainment and I've just justified that. Okay. You have a big life update. You need to tell us about it. We've teased it on the podcast last week. <laughs> well, I hesitated to even talking about it because I don't really truly know what the plan is, but I just, you know, it is, it's happening. So if you remember, we spent 14 months of our life renovating what we thought was our forever dream house. And it's amazing. It was on a Christmas home tour. You may have heard that episode. And I made the mistake of going to an estate sale at a house in our same neighborhood. Yep. And it's on kind of a, you know. Idyllic street. Idyllic street. And never in a million years thought I would live on that street or move anytime soon. Welcome to our lives as realtors. Mm-hmm. Went to the estate sale. I was like, this house is really cool. And then it hit the market and somebody sent it to me and was like, you guys should buy this house. And then I chimed in at, at unbeknownst to you, unbeknownst to myself, knowing that you were even interested. And I was like, this is a hell of a deal. Yeah. I mean, if I feel like your fellow agent is saying that, I you got to buy it. I know. And there was like six offers on it. And but you're a really good real estate agent. No, we were the dumbest. <laughs> people that put this so we put an offer on it and we I don't even I still like look back and I can't believe we're doing this so we found out we got the house while we were on vacation the Grand Canyon meant to be um and did kind of the oh shit moment like we do with every time we get the call that we got a house because we really hope that we really don't get it so that that decision is easily made for us um so then it's been a tailspin of like okay are we going to fix it up and sell it are we going to fix it up and move in and we still don't know the answer to that because I'm going to put my house on the market Ooh. next week. Okay, wait. Now I want you to describe both homes because I, the listener needs to know kind of why this is so appealing and why this is so exciting. And then I want you to talk about your future listing because we're going to advertise the crap out of it on here. <laughs> well, what I think uh, the, 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 you know, everybody thinks we're insane. I mean, the people around us are like, y'all are so cool. But inside they're like, they are clinically insane. I disagree. I'm like your number one supporter on this and Mm. I make really rational decisions. Really just my parents are like, there's no more hope for her. Um, Okay. So the one that we bought that we're currently renovating and they are, they are moving quickly on it. Um, I'm really impressed. Good. Um, Is huge, which we never, if you asked me Four weeks ago, we've always been like, we aren't big house people. Like we the biggest house we've ever lived in was 2,400 square feet and it was too big. Yeah. So that's weird that we were like, oh, okay. So we're going bigger with it's, this one. It was built in 1919. Oh my God. It has a basement, a my garage, favorite. a garage apartment that if we move in, we'll possibly rent out. Um, Amazing. I know. 
um, I have this dream that it's like this perfect person that's also can babysit my kids. Of course. And that they don't think that's weird. And, yeah, yeah, no, I actually know people living on that street. Help with home, that, do this, that do the same thing. Okay, good. Yeah, no, oh, put yay. it out there in the universe. It absolutely perfect. happens. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Um, it's all, we have, we realized that we love our neighborhood and this is on, like, you. it's just kind of like the street in our neighborhood. And I hate to say that's so slimy and cringy. Like, I'm not trying to move up or like... But the price point did work that we were like, huh? Yeah. Like regardless of we sell it or move in, this this street, no, nothing ever comes for sale on it. It's yes. just kind of like you had to do it. You had to do it. We and took a big leap of faith, and we're like, let's. Do no, it. and you did it. And I just want to say, you and I are both so apprehensive about sharing either our like personal wins or, you know, positive things going on in our lives. I think, I don't know if you and I both just think it's going to all fall apart yes, or if we yes. just, you know, I, I think I, I'm, sh- yes, that's we exactly. do, I'm we do. I'm scared and to share because what if it, what if we, in three months, I'm like, we didn't move in. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, story of my life. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, I, I think we, we both need to get out of it. I'm here to give you a pep talk, I guess, is basically what it is. Thank you. I've had a few things happen that were very positive and I'm, all I'm doing is, uh, wishing and praying the whole time that it wasn't too good to be true. Yeah. And everyone has looked at me and been like, well, maybe it was just supposed to be like that. And I'm like, well, that's another take I've never thought about. So that's what I'm here doing for you. You wouldn't have got it if you weren't supposed to. And the teams have a motto, especially with this house, which is print the shirts. And that's what Dusty always says about things. (laughs) Meaning, like when you're playing the Super Bowl, they make shirts. Like Denver Broncos win. And, you know, he says, sink the ships, print the shirts. Like that, if you just do it. Just do it. Make a shirt. Commit to it. And so we... um, You, You printed the shirt. Printed the shirt. So we, you know, we're putting our house in the market, which... I feel like I'll talk about more like as yes. we move on. So that's why I'm glad we're talking about it because it truly is my life right now. It's consuming my personal to life. Yes. Um, and it's again reminding me because we do this every two years. Um, just the stress of putting your house on the market. No, it's, it, it makes me a better realtor, I feel like. I'm I like, completely agree. I have a couple that are getting their house on the market and they, they keep having to push photos. Yep. And I'm like, I, I'm... Okay following the same plan you are. I literally understand. (laughs) When you, you get to say, I empathize so much. When I finally decided, when we finally decided to buy our new house in uh, 2021, November of 2021, and then proceed to put our house on the market. Although I had already been doing real estate for years at this point to do it again myself. Oh, psychotic, absolutely emotional roller coaster. And I want, I tell people that all the time, like, please know that I know exactly what you're going through. And everybody's like, it'll sell. I'm like, I don't know. And okay, here's the difference though. We don't have anyone to hold our hand. We are holding our own hand. Okay. (laughs) That is scary. (laughs) Terrifying. Because at least with the, you know. Mine has bloody bird (laughs) on it. And I'm holding my own hand. You're right. No, we don't have anybody. That's why I think we it makes us good realtors because we can kind of truly empathize with our people. Yes. But I just need to rip the band-aid on our house. Like yes. I'm so tired of like, I just need to be like, this is it. And this I'll go to it. other houses in our neighborhood. I'm like, that one's so nice. Oh my God. Oh, I know. It's, to hard, it's difficult when you have your family living there. Yes. Oh, and, and because yes, it's, it's impacting everybody else. Yes. You're like, I hope we're I've making the right decision. I've already packed up like half the kids room no, thinking kids. photos would have been two weeks ago. And oh, they're like, easy. where's my Legos? I'm like, <laughs> just watch TV for six months. It is going to be screen time. It is central. going to be, you're only going to have your iPad and your bed. I'll see you at Christmas. Kids. We have to make it look like no one lives here. <laughs> Anyway, easy feet. I'm so excited. So I'm for excited you. to share because I can, um, we are, I'm like in the throes of the design of it all. Of course I'm doing it oh, all myself. Of course. 
Because um, I think I'm a designer. Because we think we're designers. <laughs> Despite having the actual expert mm-hmm. on last week, who's so outrageously talented, here we are. Yeah. Just, I'm doing, I mean, I'm doing the same thing with projects in my house. I actually had the audacity to tell Emily, like, I don't know, I think I'm going to try it myself. Can you imagine if someone looked at me and was like, I'm going to try to sell my house myself. I was like, mm, okay, good luck. I hope she had that internal feeling. I know. And shamed me. Yeah. Because I deserve it. <laughs> so we are in this the normal phase of our renovations, which is fighting over shades of white. Good. That's where we are right now. What team are you? Well, I'm on the Greek villa and oh. and Dusty was like, no, it's too creamy. And then he found da, da, da. a can of paint in the basement, letting us know that it already is Greek villa <gasps> on the trim and everything. So I'm like, oh. How did you know? Also, never a white I've heard of. Thank you for oh, sharing that. Oh, it's a good one. I'm I think it's sure it up. It's a little creamier, a little okay. warmer, I think. Okay. If you want to go with a cooler white, you want to go with, well, there's White Dove. I love, see, White Dove's my favorite. Yes. Yes. I know. That's I know. Green Villa is where it's at. Okay, good. Because it, but anyway, Dusty was like, crap, fine. Because it obviously saves a ton of money. Like, of we course. don't have to paint the baseboards. See, so everybody wins. Yeah. Okay, so really quick, aesthetically, design-wise, what are you going with on this? Is this going to be, what was the one that you were? What is, millenni- yes. millennial, mm. millennial grandma? What yeah. is it? <laughs> like, it's going to have to be, we because it's got all the, like, the, the molding. The of a 1919 yes. house. It's amazing. So, and it is a registered national. Historical. Historical home. Monument. So we can't do a lot. We can't do anything to the outside. Okay. Which is great and yes. we're not knocking a single wall down oh we fantastic have gutted the kitchen already we've gutted the primary bath um other than that it's staying true to its roots yeah i'm so excited i know it's beautiful Can't i can't believe I, feel like, I haven't got my ass over there to I look know. at it yet but i am going you. to yes you have yeah well, well yeah anyway well this will be an ongoing thing we hope to be in by august if, if it's going to be or have it done in august so so we need i'll be here weekly updates. in august of 2024 telling you that you we sold our house. In. Our house wasn't ready. Now we're in an apartment. <laughs> Filed for divorce. <laughs> CPS has taken our children. And that's where I'll be. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Enough about me. Are you ready to talk about your life update? I'll talk about Are you it. Sure? Yes. I feel like we should have started with this. It's no, because yes. I'm not like this. And no. I have so many feelings about it. And and they're all good feelings for myself. I obviously I'm not that private of a person. I have a freaking podcast that I talk about my life and everything that I'm doing. But when it comes to this stage, which I've been in once and before, there's something about it for me that I'm like, I just don't feel like it's news. And then turns out when I tell people it is. Oh, it's like the biggest news. People lose their minds over it. And the news is that I have decided to have another child. I got Taylor on board too. So he's on board. (laughs) He's he's in agreement with me Mm -hmm. to have another child. So um, I'm also very weird about this, like saying the phrase I'm pregnant. I, yeah, don't, I know. I I'm hate, like, no, you still are. I don't say it. It's so weird to me. I, know, I feel like I I'm 13 it. and I, I shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. It's bizarre. I I literally think when I told like other important people in my life who like needed to know, I think I said something similar to what I just shared, which, which was like, I'm with child. No, I didn't. Yeah. That's so weird to me. So but even what you just said is doesn't really. Nope. You are with child. I am with child. You are pregnant. I am going to have a baby. You're going. <laughs> to have a baby. I know because with this day and age, me saying I've decided to have another child could mean that's what I'm I mean 400 million other things. Right. 
basically last time we went through this <laughs> again, <laughs> I don't like talking about it. We, we had, no, we had a pandemic and, oh, yes. and here's, here's why I felt weird about it. Sharing positive news at such a really awful time for the world felt so shallow and self-centered that I basically didn't, we told like family and friends, like everybody yeah. who needed to know knew, but I, there's no, you'll, you will not see a pregnancy announcement from me. And I basically finally, when Maddie got here, like took some newborn pics and like threw it up on Instagram and people were like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> to which led people to be like, was it a Lose secret? Their minds. Like, yeah. You're like, no, it wasn't a secret. I it just like, a, I just, I am not the first person in the world to have a baby. I am not the last person. I, this is something women have been doing for millennia. And to me, I feel very, 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 very lucky to be in this situation. And a lot of people don't have, don't, you know, they want to be in the situation and they can't, or yeah. they're not yet. And I'm just so sensitive to that. Yeah, and well. I, anyways, super excited, obviously. Yeah, but you need, we felt we needed to share because well, I just felt like I was going to slip up and say something. Something like, about yes. uh, eating, like eating for two, eating for two or yeah. look at that pregnant belly or why yes. are you asleep on the couch yes, right now? There's basically. so many ways to why slip Why are you up. not doing all the stuff for this anymore? I, <laughs> Why are you asking me to do things on this podcast? Actually, legitimately, I have had to tell people like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to have an excuse, but pregnancy brain is a real thing. And my Maddie sucked my beauty and this child has sucked my intelligence out oh. of me. It is gone. I am forgetting things. That's right. I you do just not said show millennial. In, millennia? What'd you say? Women have been having babies for millennia. Is that what I said? Yeah, I've never known what millennia is. I, Millions of years? Is I that what that means? I think I could be using that word wrong, but I believe it to be that. Oh, yes. I don't know. You fooled me. But did you experience this? Did you feel like the dumbest human alive when you were with child? Yes, yes I'm not only <laughs> when I was with child. That's the only time I felt like this. <laughs> never in my Never. Life. <laughs> For nine months out of my four, well, nine plus nine months. See, clearly, 18 18 whatever months. nine plus nine is, that many months is the only months I haven't. Yeah. No, it's you're tired and you're. Yeah, uh, I know. And, and you say things, you feel like you're having a, sometimes out of body experiences, but you, you'll be uh, yes. talking and you're like, what am I saying? I, what am I saying? told Maddie yesterday I was going to help her as soon as I put the bagel on my waffle. And I meant to say I was going to put the butter on my waffle. Listen, and yes, no I'm, judgment because you probably were putting the bagel on the waffle. <laughs> I love how you're like, I just said the craziest thing where I was like, I'm going to put the chicken tenders on my cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm saying this with love because that was me. Are you kidding? I'm eating like a, yes, I don't even know what to compare it to. A beluga whale. Ever, I'm starving. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night and I eat because I'm so <laughs> This child tell. I'm going to tell people that this is the biggest baby in the you world. Have to. I'm They're gonna not going like, to fact check they that. They think he's measuring like 10 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> you can say that because people aren't going to really like, it's really? Come out, like, Show me the doctor report. And I'm going to be like, oh, oh my that's God, true. he was huge, and you know? You, and it's just me. You said he. Oh, I did. I also, by the way, again, okay, I'm glad you're saying that, Heather. There are no surprises with this stuff for me. Again, I support people in a gender reveal. Right. I support people in not finding out the gender until they're done. Like, again, I am not the first yes. person to have a baby. And guess what? Generally, babies come out one of two things. And <laughs> so for me, a gender reveal feels frivolous and unnecessary. And I'm just kind of like to the point on things. And it's weird because I am kind of like 
I, I'm like a little extravagant on other things. Like yeah. I kind of like to blow some things out of the water and this very factual to me. That's crazy. Is it? Yeah. I, because you know me and I'm like crazy on other things. And no, this stuff. I mean, like, it's like, it is what it is. This is what it is. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that. Big life announcement about this. Yeah. You just basically announced that you're pregnant with a boy, like <laughs> in <laughs> three fourths through the way of this. As and if thank I God, shared. like, thank God, three fourths of the way through this thing. <laughs> I said it as if I just shared what I'm having for lunch, which I'll, that's oh, all I'm thinking about, yeah. by the way. Me too. Oh my God. Okay. You had me rolling there, Heather. I'm like literally crying, but we do need to bring it back. So yeah. what we, we, we talk all the time, how we're not going to talk about the market. We're not going to talk about the market, but I think as we sat down and you shared what you're going through right now to, which was the absolute physical opposite of what I'm going through as a realtor right now, I think we need to talk about it because it's schizophrenic and it's psychotic and we need to know we're here for people and yeah. that we're going through it. Yeah. You are operating under what feels like a 2020, tw- wow, mm-hmm. a 2021 world. Yeah. Is that right? And say what you say. Yeah, what and that it just means. was this week. Like everything's been going pretty fine. And just this week I had buyers lose out on two properties through multiple offers. It's so rough. And you know, it it did it just got me down. And I don't know why. I think I'll be honest. I can speak honestly, I feel like, because a lot of what we do here we hope is to help those that are in real estate. Yes. And I know I've had like a killer year, but it's, I want people to know that like now I, I get this way every time this time of year. I really? get really, I'm like, this is not the, what you asked, but it just reminded me like this time of year, I'm like, okay, I've done so good. Yes. The rest of the year is probably going to be horrible. Oh, like there's no way. Doomsday. Or I'm like, I get in a slump or I'm like, oh my gosh, I have not been busy. Like what's right. going on? And right. then- like Dusty says, I say this all the time. Like this morning I go, operation, I, I call everything operation. <laughs> He's like, you should have been in the military because every Monday is like, operation, get healthy. Operation, get sober. Operation, get my um, my work together. Operate, like every, so so I guess I look at this as an opportunity too because I'm like, I have half the year. We have half the year left. I know. It, I, I need that, by the way. I right? need the right. half of the year. So you hit a mid-year slump is what you're I, saying. I, every single year, 12 years in, every time this this time of year rolls around. So I think that coincided with the fact that last week was just like a disappointing real estate week. Like right. where I thought both of these were kind of like, oh, we'll get them. For like, sure. The only good news I can say to speak a little bit into the market is that each one had two to three offers. Okay. So I feel like in 2021, they would have each had... 10, 10 to, to 12. Literally. Or, yes. Yes. So that is what I keep telling my buyers and what I communicate to them. Like, I know this painful. I know it stings. But like, that's kind of the difference I'm still seeing is totally. that both offers, you know, one was at asking price and, you know, the other one was like, just we're not 50,000 yeah, over again. Like, we're not. Keep trying is what I'm saying. Like, exactly. keep, stay in the boat. Like one, like, believe me, like, so, um, but then I woke up this morning with that idea of like, hey, I've got half the year. Like yes. these buyers are, st- I mean, these buyers are still with me. Like yeah. I just got into a slump like I do every year. And I know that about myself. And I'm like, okay. Well, and what I say to people when we lose out, I'm like, hey, we just knocked another one out. Okay, guys. Yeah. Like I know we lost that house, oh, I like that. but that buyer is now off the market. Yeah. So we have one less buyer we're competing Ooh. against. Write it down. Put it on a t-shirt. Print the shirts. Print the shirts. Print the shirts. <laughs> Sunk, sink the ships. Um, so, but what, so that being said, you have a listing that is baffling me I, and most people that you. It is. I've actually had so many agents reach out to me because I did ask for a little bit of help and feedback to our community. And I was like, I am 
shocked. I am shook right now. We've got this precious, outrageously well-maintained listing in North Fort Worth. We are priced- We'll put the link down below. Yeah, we will in the show notes. (laughs) It is priced so much- better than everything in the neighborhood. We quantity wise, we have more bedrooms. We have an office space. The roof is brand new. The floors have been updated. It's cute as a button decorated to the T and I'm like ghost town crickets. And it's so hard. And luckily like we have some really seasoned agents and we've got our broker who will chime in and at least either tell me exactly what I already knew, which is good for me. Cause then mm-hmm. I kind of know what headspace to get in about how we need to get more competitive, but also like, so that I'm not freaking crazy. Right. Cause you do, yeah. you're like, you get in your own head, like, well, great. Well, great. Here we are. <laughs> and here's what makes things more complicated, which I couldn't wait to tell you about. So these are the sweetest buyers in the world. They found their dream home. Okay. We multiple offer situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like that. And it, it's, it, I couldn't believe it. I was like, of course, like this house is sat for just like a hot second. It was cute. It was special. I mean, th- there was no denying this. Okay. Mm-hmm. It had a pink kitchen for Christ's sake. No, it was adorable. Aww. Here's what happens. We, we lose out to an offer that did not have a contingency to sell a house. Mm-hmm. The agent, thank God was like, Hey, do you want to be the backup? These people loved this house. I was like, there is absolutely no reason for us not to. Yeah. Went through all the pros and cons with them about what that means. We're going to tie up some earnest money for a while, blah, blah, blah. They didn't care. And I knew they wouldn't. Yeah. We go into backup uh, position. I reach out to the agent about five days into the option period. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? She's like, good. Honestly, we've already got through negotiations on any repairs that came out of the inspection. I'm pretty sure this one's moving through. I'm so sorry. And I was like, thank you so much for the update. I just want to be able to give them that heads up. They were so understanding. They had said, Oh, we kind of prepared ourselves for this, obviously still devastated, but Hey, we're going to get through it. Two days later, 4.30 p.m. That is important because as all of you know, option periods end at 5 Mm p.m. I get a call from the agent who's like, you don't, you're not going to believe this, but the position number one is deciding to back out. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh my, I mean, it's one of those things. It does happen. It does. It does. I've been a part of it before. It's very rare, but it happens. We have now moved into position number one. So we are in this situation. Contingent upon the sale. Yes. So 8205 San Bardier Drive in Fort North Fort Worth. Thank you. If oh, yeah. You or I drink. Yeah. I was, just, <laughs> I was gonna say all the talk about wine. And yeah, I'm I'm like sober as a judge over here. It's all good. Anyways, going through all this with no alcohol. Yes, yes, it is as difficult as it sounds. But so here we are where time was kind of on our side before, right? Their house was listed. They did everything right. Like, hey, we're gonna get it on the market, even though we haven't found a house yet. And now here it's we so are. Cute. It is so cute. Here we are needing to get this sucker sold. So stick along for the ride, folks, oh. because we are now in a position where we are gonna have to hustle and get super strategic and get really clever to try to compete with these new builds that we're dealing with. So I have faith in you. And you, Thank while you. we were sitting here, had a showing quick request come in. You're right. So. I did. I'm I'm so confident in it. We're gonna get it done it might be the 11th hour but we're gonna get it done and the idea of the backup offer is not done that much but I always think of and I tell buyers this sometimes because we're in a backup position on one right now um I had a buyer terminate the day of closing oh because his wife decided she didn't want to live there oh my god so it can (sighs) happen now, don't wear your realtor out about no, like exactly. this is going to happen. Yes, I would urge you to continue to look. For sure. Um, but I would think about that scenario all the time it's where I'm like. amazing. 
And we had scheduled. We had horrible and amazing all at the same time. Everything. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's unreal. But it's uncommon, I guess, for them for it, it actually is. to happen. Yeah, so. it is. But well, I hope it works out. Thank I know it you. will. It just takes one buyer. It just takes all, one. It you just need one, and just that's what I one. tell them all the time. And we're gonna get it done. And you are you, when you have a good product. Don't like come that, back here until it's sold. <laughs> Print the shirts. We're going on a hiatus Print of the, the postcards. Podcast. I have no more time for this. Sold. All I'm doing is working on my listing. So this did lead me to a question for you. So while kind of conducting this backup offer, okay, I went about it in the way that I always do. Obviously, you and I have been doing real estate for quite a while. Whether we have learned everything we know from the track classes that we've done or just conducting business or even getting advice from others and kind of seeing how other agents submit their offers. I had a question because there are times that I get not pushback. I would not call it pushback, but I do. I got a, I got a few questions, mm-hmm. let's say from this listing agent on the offer I submitted to which was all standard of what I normally do. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about this. Like when you are filling out your contracts, obviously it's going to be experience, right? And it's going to be like what's best for the buyer without putting them in a bad situation, da 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 Yeah. But like, where do you get your numbers? Where are, are they arbitrary? <laughs> are we, are we just pulling it out? And I mean, because I she questioned how many days I put in the financing. Yeah. She questioned um, how I orchestrated the contingency amendment with a date, but had a different closing date. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. So when you have a contingency, do you put the same date of the closing on both documents? You're yes. nodding your head. Yes. Okay, so I've been doing it wrong. Well, I don't know if what I'm doing is right or wrong. I guess I think now I'm like, okay, I need to be doing it in this way. And I, I did. I made the change. It actually made more sense. Oh. It bought us a little bit more time. But the way I looked at it was I didn't think anybody would accept that long of a closing or like how you have this long to sell your house basically mm. i usually push the closing out like okay. a normal closing day would be 30 days okay if i know their house is like on the market yes. or going on the market I, yes. t- I try to do a 40 45 day close okay. and contingent okay now again like this is normal real estate world where you, I mean, it was I 2021 know. like yeah no chance we're not even doing don't it. if you have a contingency so, but that's, don't even. That's what, but to kind of answer your general question i don't know where i got that from like <laughs> i saw somebody do that yes. 12 years ago yes. and nobody questioned me so i do it. Oh, that is, but prob- there are a lot of arbitrary, not arbitrary. That's the wrong word. There are a lot of numbers, date, like numbers in the contract that are not standard. Correct. I would argue, is there any like I know, and I think it's all dependent on even the option. Client. Like it's yes. all just what's been done, kind yes. of thing, and it works. I'm not yes. saying it's wrong, but like you know, there's typical, there's standard. Oh, it's usually one percent earnest money. It's usually right. anywhere from two hundred to five hundred in the option period. Like the financing, I've always seen like odd numbers, like fourteen yes. and twenty one and twenty eight. Well, yes. twenty eight is not odd. Yeah, you probably don't know that, but twenty eight <laughs> is an even number. My brain doesn't work right um, now. But fourteen, twenty one, twenty eight. Those are like the three dates. Agreed numbers I use, but where that came from, I have no idea. And I, what I think has probably thrown me off a little bit is here we were with all this standardization. I'm going to call it that because we all were kind of doing contracts the same. And then the world lost its GD mind. And all of a sudden (laughs) nothing mattered anymore in the pandemic. Like the, we, I have never, I have not seen a 10 day option period since 2019. Oh, but that's used to be what it was. It was a 10 day option period. I have not seen, I mean, I, we are back to 1% earnest money. Seven day options. Okay. Seven day options. Five to seven. That's right. But it's, it's wild to me yeah. how we had this kind of standard and now we are, we're a little, that's where I think we are in this market is like, we're getting back to more normal, but it's still, but it's like still, people are still thinking about three to five day options. Yes. Thousand yes. dollar option fee. But yes. 
We're like, you don't have any offers on this house. Why are we doing this? It's been <laughs> sitting are, for eight months. Why are we why losing our mind before we, we have to? Yeah. yeah no. But 100%. the minute you don't, somebody will swoop up with another offer. That's right. That's what I. This is how it always happens. That's, how it is. That's the last three agents I've talked to have been like, so there we were. No offers on this house. We go to put our adorable little offer in and 15 more came out of the woodwork. I'm kidding. It wasn't 15. But why? 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 All hey, right. There's half of the year left. We got this. We got this. This is our mid-year pump up. That is. That's what this episode yes. is called. <laughs> okay. Last thing, we did have a submission. I think we actually had two, and I wanted you to read them because I laughed out loud. I LOL'd when you read the submission to me. So thank you so much for the listener who who gave us this little gem. But Heather's gonna pull it up and make sure that we get all the details right because I hadn't heard this one yet. It it felt like something out of a movie. Um. Yes. Well, I am finding it now. And while I do find it, I have an agent that told me a story. Um, over the weekend, she did a, a open house. And it was one of, if you do open houses, like, they're so great. But it's always like, um, you know, they're two to four. And the somebody will always come in at like 358. And this whole family came, somebody, one person came, I'm sorry, one person came, she said, hey, I know it's at the end, but like, I'm having like some family members come by. Oh, you wow. Okay? You know, and this person's already kind of been blowing out candles and like shutting, you know. Shutting lights off. She's like, sure, waits a while. And then a caravan of people come, like we're talking aunts, uncles, grandmothers, mothers, just everybody. Two minutes till the end of an open house. And uh, I can't believe she let me tell the story, but I'm not using names. Um <laughs> She's in the kitchen and the grandparents come in and they are just farting the whole <laughs> time. Like, like you can hear it. And I think the husband kind of catches on. It's like, oh my God, like gets embarrassed and like put, brings grandma. She brings grandma out like, oh, thank you for your time. Like, let's get grandma to the car. My mouth is gaping Helps open. Helps her to the car. Oh and, my God. And the agent's like, okay, like thinking everything's done. She's in the kitchen Again, turning lights out, and all of us and Grandpa comes back in, oh, just no. Grandpa. Oh, no. And she's a little bit startled because she's like, oh, I thought you guys were Welcome to an open house. He walks over there and leans over. Oh, no. He's like, I wanted to ask you this. I, I made up that voice. <laughs> she's like, yes. Yeah. She goes, and he goes, when are you due? <gasps> said, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And leaves. <gasps> Ruined. She had, I mean, as a I have I, I have, it's happened to me before. No. Oh yeah. Like people have asked me like when I'm due. Was or, it right after you gave birth? No. Heather. I know. It was after the Super Bowl. I will never forget <laughs> it. It was the Monday after the Super Bowl and I was I went back to work. Just a nacho baby. Just a nacho baby. <laughs> but I mean, just that one little phrase that grandpa like if you're like me I would have been like great Heather this agent was full-on crop dusted in her own open oh. house and then and if you know this agent like model like just oh, like stunning stunning adorable like and then royally insulted I mean royal royally by people who I aren't even gonna sure buy the house he was gonna be like how old is the roof you know like <laughs> but got grandma to the car got all 18 people to the van came back in the house to follow up about a question he had regarding her body I am, I, yeah. the, these are all I can ask for when yeah. we started this podcast was these stories, but I've, every time I'm shocked, I have no words. I know. God bless her. Well, because this has been the longest, <laughs> most random episode we've ever done, I will, I'm going to 
tell one story somebody texted me and I love this. So agents, realtors, people, if you just want to text me stories, exactly. I have another one that's a voice one that I haven't listened to yet. And if you know the agent, she's probably listening. I'm going to, I'm going to have to listen to it first before I just play it. We but might next have to time. censor it a little bit and then yeah. we'll play it. Okay. Okay. So this came from a realtor and it, this is just all I got one day. Let's just say you're showing a $650,000 house. That's the cheapest in the neighborhood. Okay. And which upon entering a robot voice announces you are being recorded. <laughs> then afterward, as you're standing outside to discuss the house with your client, a child's toy drone flies over and hovers over your head for the entire conversation. Probably until the battery runs out. Oh, my God. Then a neighbor drives by in a big black truck and makes a joke about an Indian burial guard ground in the backyard. Like Step Brothers. Yes. The movie. Political pamphlets hidden in the closets. My God. And the neighbor down the street who is a real, and I quote, bastard. <laughs> Just so you know, hypothetically, what would you do? No, wait, that's the, uh, that's the name of this episode. The neighbor down the street is a real, real bastard. bastard. Oh my God. As if it's not nerve wracking enough, as if you already don't think you're being recorded to literally announce that you're being recorded oh. and then have the drone just pick up any little yeah. tips that you felt just, about the house. Yeah. Psychotic. This market Na- is we, insane. We'll have a whole nother episode about neighbors who have sabotaged. A hundred percent. Like, um, I'll just I'll have one more story. Yes. I was showing a house. We were under contract. Like everything was going great. They had, they had questions about the drainage. Because the way that it was, we had it looked at. I mean, we had a plan for some French drains. Okay. Like everything was going great. I I leave the situation for two minutes. Oh, no. And in that two minutes, I swear that the neighbor was just waiting for me. <laughs> Your eyes right now are right? bulging like out. Like looking through the window like that realtor needs, if I can just get 30 <laughs> seconds with these people. She beelines out uh-uh. the neighbor and just says, just so you know, I mean, every time it rains, this house floods. Ooh. Yeah, terminated, done. You're kidding. Nope. Now, oh. you know, they found a better house. It's amazing. Holy. All meant to be. Moly. But I came back, I'm like, I don't think I knew it happened. And then all of a sudden they're terminating later. I was like, wait, 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 did I miss something? Wait. Like, oh yes, you did miss oh, something. Oh, by the way, yeah, Mrs. Kravitz, Mrs. Kravitz next door <laughs> came and told us that this house basically is a flood zone. Oh. Holy crap. Never, you, I cannot believe you've been holding onto this job. Yeah, oh, I, now, I mean, seriously, I'm making notes for, I have so many. Okay, good. Yeah. We're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, save the content, girl. We got, we need I to know. do another episode. Otherwise, there'll be another one like this. This was fun though. We just truly needed to just, First of all, two major life updates. Huge life updates. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about Yours where Yours is are. bigger to me, but mm, again, I, others have argued this fact. Yes. So. And this is now a hurrah for anybody that's in any sort of um, commission business or just whatever business you may be in that you've got half the year. Welcome to the mid-year Print the shirts. Sport. That's right. Burn the ships. That's right. Print the postcards. Sold. That's right. Don't give up Don't and give know up. that you've got half the year left. And you've got us. That's right. And we will be here next week. Listener, yes. thank you as always. We'll see you then. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure.